The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Gadigal land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. You're listening to Your Safe Space and I'm your host Adele Marie. Today I'm teaching you the importance of dating yourself. This episode is for absolutely everyone, not just our single listeners and will hopefully teach you this magical art. The best part, I'm joined again by Miss Emily to help me co-host the show and Elite 11 is sponsoring this episode. So let's get right into it. Hi, Em. Welcome back to Your Safe Space. Hello. Thank you so much for having me back. I had so much fun and I'm very excited to be on Your Safe Space again. I'm glad that you're back. The listeners loved you. I love you. We just bounce off each other so well and I love our conversation. It's so good. I love talking to you. (laughs) Another 40-minute episode coming right up. (laughs) You're welcome, guys. (laughs) All right. Now, it's a Sunday episode, so... Happy Sunday, everyone. I hope you had a good week. I hope you have a good week ahead. But we always start the show with what is taking up space this week. I think you went first last week. So I think I'll go first this week. Go for your life. Okay, where do I begin? What is taking up space for me? Literally physical space, actual space in my life is travel. Because if you guys haven't noticed, I'm obviously recording in our Sydney studio today. I'm back in Sydney. I was here last week. I'll be back in Sydney next week. (laughs) I'll also be in the Gold Coast next week. I went to Brisbane two weeks ago. I am racking up my frequent flyers points. Jet setting queen. I don't actually have um, frequent flyers, so I need to... We need to get on that. (laughs) Set that up. Make the most of it. But the reason it's taking up space is obviously when I'm not physically in Melbourne and not physically doing my Melbourne life and my Melbourne routine, everything else just kind of suffers. So I've been a little bit slack in the gym. I haven't been walking Franklin. I haven't been going on dates. I'm grateful that I've still like been able to prioritize my friendship. So at least that area of my life is, you know, floating, but the rest of them, I'm dropping the ball. (laughs) Mm. But I think that you'll get back into the swing of things and it's like finding ways you can still talk to people on dating apps. You don't need to be, you don't need to be in one specific location for that. True. Miss Emily, we just chatted about how I have my hinge on pause. So maybe I unpause it. Pro hinge, get on it. Actually, let's, we'll do your profile after this. Oh God. Stay tuned. Oh God. What's taking up space for you? Taking up space for me is probably my health. I'm a chronically ill girly, got a whole bunch of health issues, which just are not doing what they're meant to be doing. Well, the medicine's not doing what it's meant to be doing. So that's just like exhausting. Makes me sad. I want to fix you. Oh, babe. Um, no, like it's okay. I've got the doctors, I've got the meds. It's just they're not working the way they're meant to. So it's just a matter of time and patience. But yeah, it definitely takes up a lot of space, takes up a lot of time, energy, money. Money, yeah. Not cheap, but thankfully I have hit the Medicare threshold. So I get more money back. Which oh, is good. It's good, but it also means how much have I spent to get I was going to say, I remember once you made a TikTok about. Oh, I got so much hate for that. How much you spent in a week Mm. and your medical expenses were the highest. Yeah, I mean, the highest was like a two and a half thousand dollar flight I booked. Everyone got so worked up, but it was so funny. (laughs) But that week I spent probably like a thousand dollars in medical stuff. And that wasn't even like all of it. Literally this week I went to a doctor's appointment. Oh no, I went to a doctor's appointment last Friday and had to pay $900. Got about $300, $400 back. But still, I'm like, that's not money I want to be spending. So much. And And it's it's your health. So how do you not spend it? Yeah, it's like I don't really have a choice. Well, I hope the medicine starts working and we are sending you you all of our health wishes and manifesting for you to be a healthy queen. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. Now, today's show is about dating yourself, self-love, 
I polled the group. I polled the Facebook group because I thought to myself, I've been feeling like I need this, right? So maybe selfishly, this episode is a little bit for me, but I polled the group and the people voted for it. It won by a fair few numbers. So that's our show topic today. I think people have always admired your solo dates and solo travel and things like that. So I think it makes perfect sense that you're to speak on this. Oh, thank you. I feel like I haven't been doing that too well. So maybe this episode is a little kick up the butt for me. I think we dive in with what dating yourself actually is. Like, what is it? How would you describe it? I would describe dating yourself as setting intentional time to spend with yourself, whether that's like a walk or it's a dinner date or it's a trip. I think it's all about like having the mentality that you're spending time with yourself to figure out yourself, to focus on something, but the focus is yourself. And I think that it's all about intention. Yeah. I love that so much. I always try to say like, we want to live with intention, but I think when you wrap up dating yourself, that is exactly what it is. And for me, the way I try to look at it is like an act of self-love and it, you know, will build your confidence, will build your self-esteem. And it's literally just like treating yourself how you would treat a romantic partner. Yes. Or how you would treat a best friend. I think it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm running errands by myself, haha, <laughs> solo date, which it certainly could be, but is it intentional? Yeah. Are you intentionally being like, no, I want to do this by myself. This is something that brings me joy. This is something I want to do and spend time by myself, think and reflect on my week, whatever that may be. But it's, yeah, again, about like where you're putting your energy. And I think it's important to put energy to yourself. Yeah, for sure. It also leads into the way that you treat yourself. It's like you really know yourself, right? You honour your needs, you validate your feelings. You are really good at setting boundaries. You put yourself first and you speak to yourself with like that kindness and that gentleness. That's what I like to think of dating yourself. Now, it's not easy for everyone to do. I know that because I get asked this question quite a bit and I know maybe at the start for me, it didn't come naturally. I definitely think as you start to implement it and start to work on it, it's like a muscle. It gets stronger. You get better at doing it. As you put in the effort, as you're trying to like, I keep using the word intentional, but like (laughs) as you're actively trying to spend time by yourself and putting the intention behind for it to be a solo date, it becomes easier. And it doesn't need to be daunting and scary in this whole big thing. Like you can ease your way into it yeah you mentioned it then fear fear or people just being scared can hold you back from maybe putting yourself out there for yourself there's also the other element where people might have their own self-judgment about it sometimes it can be painted as selfish or like self-indulgent but it's not that I don't think it's that I don't even think that doesn't even cross my mind at all to me I think what scared me when I started trying to date myself was like what other people's perception of me would be in terms of like oh my god she has no friends she's doing everything by herself or like I was worried that I was going to be judged or I felt like embarrassed spending time by myself fuck society standards because you see all these things and all these like beautiful friend groups and all these gorgeous things and people like doing lunch dates with friends or like even if you're going for a walk by yourself, but you see people with their friends and you're like, oh my God, like, do they think I'm weird and like alone no, and have no friends? No, they don't. I'm telling you they don't. <laughs> they don't. And yeah. I think if anything, I see people doing stuff by themselves and I'm like, power to you. Like, I think it's like so important to be able to spend time with yourself and do that with confidence. Yeah. And no one, I'm just saying guys, no one is looking at you wondering why she by herself or why they by themselves. Because once you've started to date yourself and once you're in the habit of dating yourself and prioritizing yourself, like you said, when you see other people doing it, you're like, oh my God, love this yeah. for you, go off. Even if people are looking at you, what are they going to do? Yeah. That's something I think <laughs> to myself all the time. I'm like, oh my God, if someone's like looking at me in the gym or whatever, like what are they going to do? Yeah. Nobody in their right mind is going to come up to you. Like you're so weird for doing this and sitting there by yourself. Have you ever had anyone come up to you? Never in yeah, my same. life. Ever. People 
might look at you, but you don't know what they're thinking. And I think it's yeah. always important, like, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're yes. looking at me and they've been like, wow, she is the coolest, sexiest girl I have ever seen. They're in awe. Change that frame of mind. Like, they're not looking at you in judgment. They're looking at you in awe. Yes, change that frame of mind, which actually leads me perfectly into the next part that I want to cover. It's what does it actually look like? I think largely it is a mindset shift and really switching from... I might be lonely or I might be single or I might not have that many friends. It's a bad thing that I'm doing this when really it's actually a beautiful thing because the relationship you have with yourself is probably the most important relationship that you're going to have with anybody for the rest of your life. Like it's the Mm. one you've got forever till the end. So why not prioritize it? Why not make it something that you actively intentionally try to work on? And like it absolutely is that mindset shift. And I think that that's where it gets really tricky for a lot of people is that you go from being like, this is embarrassing or I have no friends and this like, I'm why can't I find people to go and do these things with me? But it's like so much more power to you if you can be like, no, I want to do this by myself yes. or I don't want to miss out on this because I don't have a friend to come with me. It's like, I want to do this, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, And powerful. I think that it's like, it changes the game so much when you're like, I'm okay with doing things by myself and I'm not going to let other people stop me from doing what I want to do. Yeah, and... What would your advice be to a listener who's listening to this thinking, where do I start? I like the idea. I'm going to say figuring out your hobbies or where you like, where interest lies in your life already. Like if you have areas of your life that you think, oh my God, I'd love to dig a little deeper there, or I'd love to try that out, or I already really enjoy this, lean into that, do more of that. Absolutely. And I think like for someone that has never really like dated themselves before, it's a really tricky jump. Ease yourself into it. Start small. Yeah, baby steps. Dedicate intentional time for a solo date. So whether that's like for me, it's a Friday morning because I work from home. So I have that time in the morning and I will actively try and make sure I'm doing something every Friday morning. But it's also like a walk, right? No one is looking at someone walking, going on a walk by themselves being like, wow, she has no friends. Like that's (laughs) something that is perfectly normal to do by yourself. But it's still something that you're choosing to do for yourself by yourself. And then you can ease your way up into like reading in a park or other little hobbies that you can do in public spaces. And I think something as well is like, if you're in a public space by yourself, having an intentional solo date, just put on headphones or bring a laptop. People will assume you're working or studying or editing and they might just be like, wow, you're so cool. You are just a busy person. You could be (laughs) watching the world's shittiest Netflix show, but like no one one has to know. know. You're doing something by yourself for yourself and like no one's judging a book a journal the laptop it's like a safety blanket whatever it is like if I've got that it's like my little safety blanket I also want to touch on the hobbies when you start to practice things that you like and when you start to do more things that you actually genuinely enjoy and make you happy you're then it then makes it easier for you when you are going out in the dating world so this is for our single listeners but if you are also in a relationship it's nice for you to have things outside of the relationship Because it stops that codependency and also helps you keep your sense of self. I would argue that keeping your sense of self is so important, whether you're in a relationship, married, single, whatever your circumstance is. It's so important not to lose sight of that. And by honoring the things that you like and making time for the things that you love just keeps that trust there with you. Yeah, I think it is so easy for people in relationships to get caught up in spending every single second together, especially if you're like living together. It becomes really hard to do anything yourself and independently. And I think that that's the biggest thing with solo dating is that it's like you get a sense of independence back. And I think that it's really important to find time for yourself, figure out what you like and have things for yourself. One, it can be really beneficial 
if you guys do break up that you still have your own things <laughs> that's actually so true because if you if yeah. everything you do with your partner is with your partner if your friendships with your partner if your hobbies yeah. are with your partner if everything you do is interlaced with this relationship is it's that's what people struggle with most when they break up I was gonna say that anyone listening who's been through a breakup knows that feeling you suddenly lose this person but then like you feel like you're starting from scratch again because it's like who am I what do I like what do I enjoy doing and you have to rebuild yourself so yeah and I so I think that like being able to date yourself and have hobbies and things outside of a relationship is so important and that goes for friendships as well like you're allowed to have things for yourself yeah and it's okay to do things by yourself like still prioritize friends still prioritize your relationship I'm not saying fuck everyone (laughs) please don't ruin all your relationships (laughs) no but in like your friendship groups you can have things and you can do things as a friend like as a friendship group but you can also do things by yourself and I think that that's really important but it's also being able to just like find your hobbies yeah. Because I really struggled with finding hobbies. I'm like, I don't even know what my hobbies are. And I got like back what into What are the, your hobbies? I don't know. Like I still don't have an answer for you. But I got back into- I reckon into, you do. Okay. So like I got back into the dating world, right? And yeah. every single man is like, so like, what are your hobbies? And I'm like- Why do they ask us that? Can you guys stop asking us what our hobbies are? Like, like we just exist and we're cute. That's our it's, hobbies. It's <laughs> their way of being like, so like, what do you do? What do you like? But it's really tricky to answer that because I've found men- when they have a hobby, they have one hobby and they love it deeply. Yeah, and it's everyone their whole personality. It's, seems to be like music and they're like, let me send you this customized Spotify playlist, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, I just like listening to music. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's a big reminder as well. Women in particular, we've spent so long dismissing our interests and being like, oh, like I like that, but I don't know everything about it. So like, I'm not going to call it a hobby or I'm not going to call it. Yeah. You're allowed to like things at a surface level. Yeah. You're allowed to like things just because you like it. You're allowed to like things that are pop culture and everyone likes it. Like, I love being a girl. I love buying tickets to the Taylor Swift concert because all my girlies are going to be there and it's going to be so fun. I don't need to know every single song on every single album to be a valid Taylor Swift fan. And I think that, like, it's really important for you to figure out what your hobbies are and don't overthink it. Yeah, and don't dismiss them. Don't dismiss them. My hobbies would be Franklin, the gym. And running errands, like, but like, no, but like, your interests are also like fashion. Yeah, your interests are also like editing, creating yeah, content. content. Like, you, there are so much more, and that's the thing is, I've had to like, I got so embarrassed to tell guys my interests of like, I am interested in music and live music, but then they always come back with a million questions. Of yeah, they're like, like what's your how favorite many song? songs what's your favorite can you band? name? I'm like, I just want to have a groove at a fucking live show. <laughs> Let her have her groove. Like, and oh, I'm like, I really like reading. And then they're like, oh, yes, like Charles Dickens. No, babe, no. like shitty romance, smutty books. Yeah. And that's okay. Like I don't need to be ashamed for liking my silly little books that bring me a little bit of joy. Do you have a book recommendation for us? Um, or what are you reading right now? What I'm reading right now is called Really Good Actually. Let me make sure that's actually the title. Okay. Yeah. And it's essentially about like a girl in her 30s post-divorce after like – a five-year relationship so she's like I'm young and I'm divorced and like how do I navigate this world and her on dating apps and stuff as well and meeting other friends it's actually really good okay it's not my usual book I literally love shitty romance books yeah but I'm trying to branch out and it's good it makes me it's like a really good book to read in public because I'm like yeah like I am quirky (laughs) (laughs) I love things but yeah I think being able to figure out your hobbies helps you in dating yourself but helps you dating other people if that is something that people are doing and exploring being able to like have interests is like a core part of being a human yeah make time for it enjoy things yeah and then schedule it in schedule it into your calendar so that it's actually there just like we schedule in other things whether it's work meetings other commitments things that we already put into our calendar schedule in self-date for miss emily self-date for miss adele absolutely make it a part of a 
routine. Yeah. I think that that's the thing is it's like, like with the gym, like with anything, once it becomes a part of the routine, it just feels natural. And that's what the core of it is. Yeah. I feel like the why is the most important. We, you know, we've told you what it is, what it looks like, but why we love it. I personally love the idea of dating myself because I feel like it has been the number one thing for building my self-awareness mm. and building my self-development because it's not something that I used to do. And I've spoken about this a few times in my content or on the podcast, but I used to go into relationships and repeat this pattern where I would become completely codependent, become this idea of this version of me that my partners wanted. And then I'd leave the relationship and I'd feel quite empty and feel like I'd need to basically rebuild myself again. And it wasn't until I started going to therapy, I started making time for myself. I started actually looking at myself and wanting to date myself and treat myself with so much love and respect that it then has helped other areas of my life. It's helped me not only with the relationship with myself, but helped me go to dating or find a potential partner or even help me show up better as like a friend or a daughter or a sister. Like it trickles into every other area of your life. Yeah, no, that is so, so true. And I think that it all comes down to me for like that sense of independence. Yeah. It's so empowering to know that I don't need to rely on other people to feel fulfilled in my life and that I don't have to miss out on opportunities because I'm scared or because someone won't come with me. Being able to spend time by myself, but then also actively choose to be like, no, I am going to go to this concert by myself because I want to go see this artist just because I've got no other friends that like this artist and they don't want to spend $80 on a ticket for someone yeah. they don't know. Like, I'm not going to miss out. I don't know when I'm going to see this person again. Let's go. And recently I did go to a concert by I was myself. I say, you went a couple, like, like last, last week? Like, last week I went to a concert by myself and I was so embarrassed to tell people. I know, you told me, I don't want anyone to ask me who I'm going yeah. with. And I was like, babe, please, have fun, enjoy your night. But the no thing is, I wasn't care. going to go because I was like, oh, I don't have anyone to go with. No one really knows this artist and, like, it's not a cheap ticket. And then I decided, like, whatever. Literally everybody in that room has a common interest, which is this artist. Yeah. I stood there. There was two people in front of me that had come solo and they started talking and I was like oh my god is this the start of a meet cute <laughs> but then I was talking to these group of four other people who were two couples that met each other that night and they just like adopted me into their group and we were just Aww. talking all night and they were like I got like second row I had the time of my fucking life yeah see and imagine if you didn't go and imagine if I didn't go this is like a UK artist I'm probably never going to see them again and they just released a new album that I love and I was like I'm just gonna go and it was so fun I drove myself there drove myself home got yeah. Maccas on the way home I was like this Perfect is night this is the night of my life and it's just like just think that I would have missed out on that yeah. if I didn't just say fuck it and go I'm so glad I did that yeah and it built your confidence right and it built my confidence I'm like I literally left and I messaged my friends being like I'm gonna go to concerts by myself more often because something else is like if you're going with a friend that doesn't really like this artist or whatever is like I'm embarrassed to really enjoy myself I'm really what embarrassed. Screaming. Yeah, and I do. And then if my friend's looking at me like, I don't even know this song. Whereas I'm going by myself. I'm never going to see anybody in this room ever again. You can go rogue. I can do whatever I please. Yeah, that's how I and feel about solo travel. Because yes, that's something that I really, really want to do. Yeah. And I'm terrified. I'm like, am I going to be scary. able to one, spend, what, four weeks by myself? Like, God, but exactly. But the other thing is, right, when you go to do these things, you will still feel the panic. You will still feel the anxiety. You'll still feel the worry. It's just that difference of actually pushing through and moving past it because similar to you, if I had have waited for someone to come traveling with me or to someone to, it's to come traveling is like a big deal financially to take time off work, to take time out of their life. And the times that I went, it was just easier for me to go by myself. And I had the best time because I got to do what I wanted. I got to be selfish with my time. I got to only do the things that made me happy, eat at the places that I really wanted to eat at, spend my time, my hours, 
hours exactly how I wanted to. And those trips would have been very different had I been with someone. And I think there are so many things I love doing by myself and I say for myself, it really does just build that confidence up and really helps you learn to be more okay with it. And that anxiety does diminish. I'm going to say the more you do it, it gets easier. Yeah, because you did what solo travel when you were younger as well, right? And then you recently did Bali. Yeah, did Bali this year, did my Europe trip. Obviously, we all know I went to Europe with my parents and we all know how that went. (laughs) Um, I'm like, fuck, I don't think I can travel with people. I mean, one day I say I say that, but I mean, one day I'd love to travel with my future husband, wherever he is out there listening. For right now, I'm like the next two trips I'm going on, New York, Japan. I don't know when. I'm like, by the way, can I come? I mean, yeah, we've spoken about. <laughs> we'd love to go to New York. We could travel together. I could travel with you. Yes, we could travel together. But I think we both understand the importance of still having solo time. Yeah, and I think that's where it gets really tricky. Like traveling with people is. It's like you don't need to spend every waking no, moment together. No, but I think we'd be okay. Yeah, we would like go and do we'd our own thing. Out. Yeah, that solo travel comes back to just that independence of being able to do what you want. Yeah, and like yes, there's like a little air of selfishness around it, but selfishness isn't always bad. You're able to put yourself first and you're able to do what you want. And especially something as expensive as traveling, you want to be able to do what you're doing and not just like follow along with somebody else. Exactly. I love it. Now, I want to know what does a perfect solo date with yourself look like? Because I'm actually, I'll be totally honest with you guys. I've been feeling like I've needed to do this for a little while. So whether it's this week or next week, I am going to actually take a day to myself and I'm going to take myself on a solo date and I'm going to jam pack it because I got a massage voucher as a gift earlier oh, in the year. So I'm going to go get a massage and then I'm going to either go get an acai bowl or a hot cake from my favourite place in Melbourne. It's, what's it called? How can I forget what it's called? Top paddock fuck. I nearly <laughs> mind slip. And then there's a part of me that either maybe wants to go like sit at the beach or just get amongst nature. Yes. Because that will make me feel good. And I'm going to just carve out the whole day. I typically wouldn't do that. For me, enough of a solo date is carving out time to go and do one thing. But I feel like I need the whole fucking day. But what does a a solo date look like for you? I, yeah, have a little solo date every Friday morning before I start work. And I'll usually be up at like 5, 5.30 a.m. I'll go down to the... queen. Yeah, I'll go down to the beach. I'll go for a little walk and then like stop at a certain point, watch the sunrise. I've got my book. And I'll just like sit there for like two hours and just like read. What a start to the day. The best thing, because one, I love waking up early. I feel like I've got the whole day and yeah. I can do so much. But it's also just being able to like spend time and I have no responsibilities. And I can just sit there and read or I can sit there and scroll on TikTok or I can just sit there yeah. and stare at the sun. And, like, and no that's one's bothering you. <laughs> and I love people watching. And God, is that a good place to people watch? Mm. And I find it so, so cute that I'm seeing like, like young families and their kids like going for a morning dip or like two best friends that you can tell they've planned this and they're so excited and they've got their journals and they're sitting on a yeah. like picnic blanket on the sand or running into the water. And I'm just like, it's just so cute being able to watch all these people enjoy these like tiny little moments of the same day. And I just like love it and I think it's just so beautiful oh that sounds so nice so I hope you enjoy your solo date in a few days yes can't wait <laughs> I can't wait to see it on your Instagram story yeah, that's the thing it's everyone's got to know that everyone's got to know yeah everyone's got to know I'm watching the sunrise and I will Time post stamp about it. it absolutely so we know that you were up early amen oh but I'd love to hear from you guys if you're listening what are the solo dates that you take yourself on your little self-care ideas even your own rituals I know some people might prefer morning rituals some people might prefer night rituals I would love to see yours and hear from you guys because everyone it looks different for everyone right and what is a perfect date for me might not be a perfect date for you and vice versa so come into the Facebook group and let us know because we want to hear about it exactly and it doesn't need to be anything big and extravagant either yeah it can be something small just a little small intentional part of your day yeah all for you 
even just having your coffee, like your morning coffee, just taking a moment, sipping it out of a cute cup, it's up there. Absolutely. You just <laughs> As long as you're mentally there and you're like focusing on the fact that this is about you and this is time that you want to be spending, it makes all the difference. All right, let's jump into our PS, our recommendation of the show. Em, I'm going to get you to go first. I'm go first. I am going to do my solo date is my recommendation. <laughs> Watch the sunrise. It is just so okay. beautiful. Starts the day off so well. Such a nice, refreshing way to start the day. And my second recommendation is a Kindle. Whether oh, you're going to. I'm going to have to I'm think of two. two as well. I think you're fine with one. But I just think the, <laughs> this, the sunrise and Kindle combination, beautiful. Yeah. Kindles, like they fit in my Uniqlo bag for those following along at home. And I've got like a Kindle Unlimited subscription, which is like 15 bucks a month. And I there's like a whole like thousands of books on there for free that I can just like download and read. Do you actually want. want to read on the Kindle? Because I'm old school. I want the hard copy book. I want to touch I, the book. I was the same. I was like, I don't want a Kindle. I just you have want your Kindle here. I don't have it on today. Oh, but yeah. I do think that the Kindle I read so much quicker on. Like there's some books that I'll still want the physical copy of, but because I like to read trashy romance novels, they're always usually free on Kindle Unlimited and I pump through those in like a day and it's just like so good. Plus you can read it in bed with the lights off. Oh, okay. Because it's got, it's like the screen oh, lights up. Oh, I like that. And I've seen people on TikTok, they buy this whole like page turner and a stand for their Kindle so they can literally be all tucked up in bed, no hands out of the covers and like turn the book with like a click of a button. It's so great. It's like pure laziness, but it's so good. Oh my God. Okay. Maybe I'm being influenced to buy a Kindle. First, I need to read all the books that I haven't read (laughs) read sitting on my bookshelf. But my recommendation is actually Elite 11, who are very kindly sponsoring this episode of Your Safe Space, because what better way to treat yourself than to treat yourself with some brand new activewear? And they have absolutely everything for everyone, whether you are into the gym, Pilates, going on a hot person walk, or just chilling at home. They've got really good loungewear. They've got up to 3XL in sizing, fast shipping. You can shop them online, on the app, in store. And best part, you can use my code Adele10 to save you some money. Beautiful. You know, you can use the code in store too. I didn't know that. Yeah, this girl DM'd me and she's like, oh, I went into Elite 11 at Chadston, I think. And I said, can I use Adele10? And it works at the counter. That's so good. I love how soft this and their shirts are so comfy. I've influenced you. Yeah, you've influenced me. (laughs) And I actually do have a second recommendation because this is something that I wanted to put into this episode, but I'm going to say it, guys. My other recommendation is to buy a vibrator. (laughs) And that's all on self-love, baby. Yeah, literally, because I tell you, being a single girly, sometimes you just need... You just need some self-pleasure. If I didn't have that, I think I'd be in a lot of trouble. I think I'd be having really dry, dry spells. <laughs> yeah, but I think that that literally ties so well into the episode of like solo dating, yeah. figuring out yourself, figuring out what you like, exactly. what you don't like. There are so many different types of vibrators and sex toys. There are. Explore. Go do some research. My favourite one is from Honey Birdette. <laughs> Honey Birdette? Okay, Honey Birdette. Queen. I Yes, and it's called The Venus. So oh highly recommend. Mine is the Womanizer. Oh, yeah. Because there's the Satisfier and the Womanizer. I got the Womanizer up. That one's great. Yeah. Can't remember which one it is, but love small, that. portable, convenient. Yeah. And guys, be don't be shy to try that out because I tell you, I bought my first vibrator like mid 20s. And I know. Wow. I know. I think I was like 20. I, th- I know. I think I got my first vibrator. My friend brought me one home from Amsterdam <laughs> when I was 15. Okay, maybe I'm a late bloomer. I'm a super late bloomer. I think I was like maybe 23, 24. Wow. Anyway, you know what? Changed my life. 
So get onto it. Don't be shy. Amen. All right, guys, we're going to wrap the episode here. We hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't, please share a photo of this on your Instagram story and tag your safe space pod because when you do that, it helps other people find the podcast and word of mouth just helps us keep this podcast going and growing, which we love. Leave us a review on Apple, a review on Spotify. We're taking five stars. Thank you. If you're in a really good mood, (laughs) thank you so much. (laughs) And what else? Come join the Facebook group. And follow us on TikTok and Instagram and everywhere else. And we love you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Have the best week. Bye. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Gadigal Land, hosted by me, Adele Marie. Your Safe Space is a part of the Amplify Podcast Network.